0: So you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording. Hello and welcome to That's What She Said. I was just in the middle of doing wonderful and amazing things. And then a man came by with a lawnmower. And it was bizarre and loud and now I will try again. So Hi. I decided I was going to do new, new things today, so I found a new park to go to, and then I was driving around just to be like, hey, I'm going to drive down some roads I've never driven down before, and I ended up passing this huge, 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 huge estate, and as I was driving by, there's, there are pine trees all around this estate, and then there's a big metal ironwork fence around this estate, and then at one part of it, there is not only the pine trees and the fence... There's also uh, two poles and a chain across it that clearly used to be an entry point, like like a driveway or a road went through this estate, so it's blocked off extra, extra. And then behind the ironwork fence, but in front of the pine trees, there's also like a 20-foot, 14-foot-high section of wood fence that has hastily been applied so that you have so many barriers, like this is not an entrance-type thing uh, for the road. And so people, they clearly are terrified that someone is going to enter their estate through this access point, which they are denying via four different means of (laughs) of shit that they've erected. It just said erected. That's a funny word. So they made me think of what if this is a metaphor like that seems absurd. That's absurd that your estate needs four forms of fence in order to stop people from entering right there. Meanwhile, I can just walk through the gate that's open over there, so I'm not quite sure what you're trying to do. And then I thought about, well, what about the times that we do this with our businesses or some aspect of our work when we've been hurt? Have you ever issued a, a thing, whether it's a program or a class or a webinar or a promotion or a piece of artwork or a project or something that took a lot of work, whatever it is, and you put it into the world and nothing fucking happens. Like nobody is interested because I'll bet that when that has happened somewhere along the line, you've built a fence around that part of your business. And then how many of us have ever done that thing where we do something and it's really, really okay, but then maybe somebody doesn't like it and then they want a refund and then we're gutted. Or we bring a bunch of people together and it goes really, really, really well. It's just not as profitable as we thought it would be. Or we make a class and it's wonderful, but there's one student who's like, that was fucking stupid and useless and you're stupid and useless. Or we present something to a client and they love 99% of it and 1% of it's like, Meh, I don't really need that. With all of those things, the pattern is that those things happen, and we can accept that they happen, but we also, maybe subconsciously, we build fences. We're like, okay, well, yeah, you don't like that? Okay, I'm going to put up some pine trees, and here's some wooden fence, and here's some ironwork, and here's some chains with some posts, and fuck you. So my question is simply, where have you put up a shit ton of fences around your work? Because typically, the things you fence off are going to be your most sensitive and your most vital. Those are going to be the things that are the most vulnerable, the things that are the most alive and the things that are the most interesting to other people. So where possible, if you can go back and say, okay, that promo didn't work the first time, possibly no promo on earth will work the first time. I'm going to be brave enough to try this again. I'm going to be brave enough to iterate. I'm going to be brave enough to take down the 17 fences that I've erected and try letting people at this again. And maybe you come at it in a different way, maybe it's softer, maybe it's more direct. Whatever it is, we take down those fences and we accept that yeah, we put up a lot of fences and maybe it's time to take them down and try again. If we want people to stop coming to us but still give us money for our businesses, then they can just walk in the other door anyway. They can just walk through the gate and the fences are sort of redundant and silly, just like they are in this estate. So where have you put up lots and lots of fences around some aspect of your business? As an example, if you are a photographer, there are avenues you can walk down that are specialties. And you might have been like, I would really want to do birth photography. And you tried it once or twice and it was really fun, but you were like, nah, it's not profitable. So I'm not going to do that ever again. Or there was some aspect of it, of some element like newborn photography or wedding photography, whatever it is. And there was some hurt that happened and you were like, yep, never doing that again. Is that still accurate or does some part of you want to go back and try again? So with brand camp, with bringing a few hundred people together in a remote summer camp in the middle of nowhere, parts of it were fantastic and wonderful and they totally worked out and parts of it weren't profitable and were incredibly painful. And so I built a shit ton of fences around like bringing people together. Nope, 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 Going to be all virtual. Fuck it. I don't need to bring people together. And those fences need to come down because they aren't helping anymore. That's part of why I'm bringing back Steer Your Ship, which is you and me, San Diego, Philadelphia, coaching over six months, swimming with otters. Check it out, brandcampblog.com slash S-Y-S. Part of that is to acknowledge that that those fences aren't serving me, so they have come down. So where have you built fences? Where have you had beginnings or starts and they didn't go well, or seemed to go well and then went horribly wrong, or people wanted refunds, or there's just some hurt that's happened with regard to your work and you put up a shit ton of defenses and they aren't helping anymore and you're going to get really defensive and be like, my fences are totally fucking helping. Okay. You have no idea how tall my pine trees are and how much I need them. Just go and check for me. Just whatever came to mind when I was talking about the hurts, just go and check and make sure that maybe where you have 17 fences, you can just have two because healing has occurred or time has passed and you can begin to consider that maybe possibly you could try that again. That's it. That's all. This isn't tear down the fences and go charging in and try again. This is maybe check that the things that caused great hurt have started to heal. We're ready to come back in a different or new way. We're ready to have some part in your business in the next, you know, six months to a year. That's all. That's it. There's no big sales pitch. There's no big message. There's no big thing you need to do right now. Just go and check in. This is wise. To be like, oh shit, I abandoned that thing way back there, and it's actually a really good idea. If you need another example, newsletters. Typically people put up big giant fences around newsletters because they feel really, 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 really vulnerable. Or they feel really, 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 really overwhelmed by the even the thought of a newsletter. Because one, you're probably gonna be selling something, two, You're bored with what you're saying. And three, I don't have time to make blog content plus newsletter content plus Instagram content plus regular day job content plus blah, blah. I totally get it. What if instead of all those fences you have around newsletters, you were allowed to use work you've already done, formatted into a vaguely email shape and send it to the people that are already on your email list with a call to action at the end to buy our book what if you set a timer for 20 minutes and you did that and that's an exercise in relaxing your fences that's like you have t-rex fences i.e jurassic park but you just turn off the electricity for like 20 minutes let something happen and then you can put them back up it's fine Play with that. Play with the areas where you know that you've been hurt or you know that you've been ignoring because it's too painful or too vulnerable in business. And then just go and see if those things are still horribly painful or if it's actually not as bad as you think or if it's actually causing you a shit ton of money to not go and do those things. And then go and do them. And then you can email me. I'm BrandCampOnline at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Instagram, K-K-A-L-P. You can hit me up on Facebook.com BrandCamp. You can head to BraggCampBlog.com and send me a note, however you want to talk to me. That's cool. If you have podcast ideas, let me know. If you have questions about steer your ship, which is six months of working with me, that's braincampblogcom slash S-Y-S. And if you have fences, no matter how big or how small, no matter how fucking giant pine trees or like little baby mushrooms, you're like, no, nah, fuck it, you can't come in realize that we all do this. We all have these defense mechanisms. We all have places where we shut down and it's not just our job to shut down, but it's also our job to go back and restore those places where we've chosen to shut down. Not all at once and not in some seven step program that costs $40 million just to go quietly acknowledge that there are parts of us always that are dying and parts that are coming back to life. And we tend to all of them and that's okay. So may you find that your fences are not as big as they once were. May you not have to plant very many pine trees this week because there are better things you could do with your time. (laughs) And may you know the joy of walking into a space that was once fenced off and feeling it full of life and joy and vitality like you've never known. I will see you next week. Thank you for listening. One more time, The Antidote is a series of monthly gatherings to help you come back to your body, your being, and your breath when it's most likely that you'll self-abandon. The antidote is the antidote to trying to do everything all alone, all by yourself while you grow more stressed and you're generally freaking out and telling everyone you're fine while quietly, or not so quietly, scream-sobbing in a private place between tasks. Let's not do that. Let's try something different.